Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! It's marketing, it's money, it's a podcast. It's marketingmoneypodcast.com. Josh has a really good radio voice. It sounds okay in the room, but mm-hmm. when you hear it back, it's not uh, that great. Yeah, I, I don't, I can't listen to my, these podcasts, I can't listen to them because I hate hearing my own voice. And it's, I don't have a good voice. I like it's going scruffy back- and rednecky and has a mix of a little East Coast in it. So I've got like a really weird accent too. Yeah, um, I don't know what mine is. I go back and listen to these sometimes just to go back and get the insights because I don't remember what the hell I said. <laughs> I blacked out. It was genius. It was genius. Holy crap. Who's that guy? <laughs> that sounded really smart right then. What was I thinking? <laughs> anyway. All right. We are here again today for this week's Marketing Money Podcast, marketingmoneypodcast.com. Is there anything going on in pop culture you'd like to speak about today? Tiger Woods. Oh, you don't want to go there? I, I was such a Tiger fan back in the day. Well, you know, everybody's saying wait. And I mean, we do need to hold judgment on the guy. By the time you hear this, it's probably I resolved. Just, look, I don't know the details. Don't need to even speculate on details. The only speculation I have, which I'm speculating now, I, I get the hypocrisy, and that is why wouldn't someone else be driving you with the income he has at that time of night? Yeah, somebody said it's not as simple as hiring an Uber. Yeah, well, that's like the the normal income people. If you have that much money, if look, I don't, let's just say the amount of money that I possess is nowhere near that. And I think about getting a private driver all the time, just so I can concentrate. And you don't even, you don't even drink. I don't drink. Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> I mean, that's, not, that's even for, for no other reason. Nor use drugs. I mean, let's put that in there too. But I, my, well, yeah, but my point in there being is like, you wouldn't need it per se, because of a lifestyle, yeah. you would just want it just to be able to concentrate to work because you lose time. I traveling. just don't have the money. I mean, I mean, I'd have, I have, I think I can justify affording it is my point. And the assumption is maybe I own a business. Look, I ain't no rich fella. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> and Tiger is. Yeah. Well, like, it, I, like I would go pick up some BS side sponsorship for somebody and like, a tool and die place or something to pay for a driver. Well, it, it's just, it's, you know, from anyway. a marketing perspective, it's, it's a brand knock. It's well, bad on the well, brand. Well, the I mean, I he's just about- signed with Bridgestone. He's just signed with Monster Energy. He's signed. He needs that Monster Energy. He, he needs to wake him up. That, that, there's your commercial. If I would have used this, I wouldn't have been this. And they should have the, the mugshot. Well, the point is, is the reason I bring that up is it's, um, it's PR. It's, when you get your when your mugshot is on the front cover of USA above Today. the fold of USA Today, which it is today, and this podcast so will you, be probably three weeks from now. So just know that we because we record a few at a time before we let them out. Secrets, secrets of the behind the scenes podcast. But anyway, yeah. So that sucks. I, I, I that's another reason I never want to be famous enough that when everything washes out and it was like it was cool, you know, he just. Wanted to go get some milk at 3 a.m. and didn't have anybody to go get it for him or what the hell ever he was doing. There's two hells in this. I'm, I'm going to introduce a little little, little cussing. Devilish. There. Very devilish. Well, anyway, the point is, is when that all wipes out and washes out, if he was doing good things or bad things, his mugshot 
was on the cover of USA Today above the fold. It's that sad. ain't that, that's it's not sad. a good. It's sad. And what's sad to me is how avoidable it was. That, 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 and that, that that's where my that's where I think the judgment comes in is not that hey you took some pills for your back or maybe you did it because you like the way they feel or what whatever the probably deal for is, your back though whatever the deal is that's fine like I I don't judge that there's millions of people that use right. millions of substances but the point is is when it's so avoidable that's when you just want to go man how it was so avoidable mm-hmm. and and I was a fan yeah. until well, discretion while back I mean, but of his talents but yeah. my I, I guess my Point being is, is, it's not a good look. Yep, so that's what's going on now. What it's are we going to talk about look. on the podcast? Today, because you and I are both in a strange position, you are trying to hire some folks for your agency, and I'm trying to hire some folks for the staff of uh, my employer because we're, uh, we've we got some new positions opening. We're growing. You're growing. Everybody's growing, doing mm-hmm. well. Probably the best we've ever done. Yeah. And so, uh, so you know... Headlights on, full speed ahead, trying to staff up, and we're about to be a $10 billion bank, and we enter a whole new realm of marketing and compliance, and you're about to be our agency for that, and so you've got to be able to back up all the work we need that we can't do and fill in the gaps that we can't fill. And um, first of all, one, it's hard to find talent right now. You know more than I do because you you have a little bit more of a... Uh, well, specifically right now, it's hard to find I, talent. I mean, I mean... I'm talking about in, in May, June of any year because people are graduating, and you're putting the jobs out there, and everybody's like, "I'm at the beach." Well, they're well, they're they're just sending their just out of college flyer. And with all due respect to all you just out of college folks out there, you know the old paradox of it's hard to get experience without a job, and it's hard to get a job without experience. It sucks, but you know that's just the field right now. I I just noticed that, that I was like, I wish I would have run this job before graduation. Yeah. And also, I don't understand why students don't understand that they probably – there's this weird concentration, and I'll soapbox for just a second and jump off. I see this really weird thought process happening right now between college and work. And, and this happened with a, with a, a situation, a personal – well, a professional situation that, that happened to me, to me, that this concentration to, like, finish out college, but there was a job sitting there – working for them. Now, look, this is the first job and the, I think it's average that somebody works few, less than three years at a three years. I think it's like 18 months Yeah, at their first job on average and all that. And it's not the last job they're ever going to have, but like, I've got to finish out college strong. Yeah, you do. But this disparity of not, not applying for jobs in January, February, March, April, it's like, I'll do that after I graduate. No. What the, the what's going on right now? I, I think people like to put boxes around their life. Like, well, I'll graduate. I'm gonna meet a my future spouse. I'm going to line up a job. I'm gonna But buy a I house. didn't meet my future spouse. In and I didn't have a job, so I moved back in with my parents. And now I'm working at Starbucks. And yeah, whatever. And thank goodness you do. Because I enjoy your coffee. But, but I guess the second point is when I've posted jobs. Talk about being disappointed. Oh. I paid. I'm not going to do an advertisement for. It. I paid one company to uh, to do a trial. So I paid, but then didn't fulfill my <laughs> payment. I gave them the, the I gave them the card to my, charge my, to charge me should I be fulfilled. And the stuff I get it. So oh, right now I'm putting out that that I mean I have a position running for um, a bank marketing project manager relationship manager, not a sales job. No, generalist. Yeah, I, You're going to well, manage bank marketing through an yeah, agency. Yeah, so we get the business. You help coordinate what's going on. 
You basically have to be able to use Excel and know something about banking. Yeah. I want more than that, and that was how, and how you would get. But now you've had to be like, no, I just Well, I'm, I'm sorry, take I get this. dollar general managers. Yeah. And, and it's, but here's the thing on, I use um, Indeed and it's been very, very good for me, except for this, this one posting, uh, three years banking experience, three years, which I should have said working in a bank. Everybody thinks they have banking experience, three years marketing experience. I'm getting dollar general managers, yeah. which is again, thank, thank goodness that you're there and thank goodness you're wanting to go to another thing. But it's so in, indeed it, you fill out how many you, in the required I get zero, 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 zero. Like, okay. I'm going to open it just because I'm so hopeful. And no, well, and I guess the next step is if it's so hard to find, you go hire a headhunter or a staffing company and pay him 20%. And pay him 20% of the salary. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, but could I just take. Well, we're describing the problems that they would say, did you not hear yourself? Because I really, you know, I mean, a salary. True. 20% of a salary is true. A, is well, a that's large the next step for sum. me. Is if I if I keep going and can't find this person for a couple months, is to go look at a headhunter and say, okay, who can you find yeah. that can do ABC? But then it gets to my conundrum is: is the position high enough to warrant hiring a headhunter? It's a hard person. The to one find, that you're hiring, not necessarily, which is but, a content developer. But if you can't find them, you can't find them. And so, generally, though, the headhunter, the the hiring agency, is going after somebody probably at a level who wants the content person under them and doesn't yes. actively want to be the person pounding out content yes. every day. Yes, and that well, that's my situation. Yeah, and so, so it's damned if you do, damned if you yeah. don't. But a couple things um, that's just been weird to me too, and then we're going to get into the actual topic of this podcast, which I'll go ahead and reveal, is going to be interviewing and interviewing for jobs, which is part of marketing. I know people don't, they'll, oh, well, that's mar- not marketing. It, it is because... If you're listening to this, you're probably a marketing coordinator, specialist, director, maybe even a CEO, a sales leader, and you've got to build your team. Uh, you may be a part of one. Also, a lot of marketers in community banks also have, have HR duties. I, I can't tell you how many times I hear HR marketing and maybe even compliance in the same title. And uh, I'm laughing because those are totally different things, but a lot of folks do have marketing and HR in the same area. And so interviewing and interviewing styles and abilities are very important. So in interviewing, I guess... Are we talking about interviewing for a job or interviewing someone? Both. (laughs) We're talking about both. Interviewing on... We're talking about both sides of the table or the desk or the whatever you're interviewing, the coffee shop, wherever you're interviewing. We're talking about both. And I want to start with talking about all those interviewees out there. It's surprising how many people... The only thing they want to know is the salary, which that's relevant. You got Hours. Hours. Look, I... I, I swear to That's you. That's weird. I swear it's to you. It's a full-time job. Right now. Listen to me, people. If I ask you if you have any other questions and your next question is, what are the hours? I will not hire you. <laughs> Especially for you. Like, I, look, we work We work eight to five. We do. And, I, and I'm very proud of the fact that we don't, we don't do what a bunch of agencies do is push people. And, you know, look, here's the deal about salary. Just so you know your rights is some people out there hiring people think paying you a salary means that they can work you 80 hours or 90 hours, which is almost impossible, by the way. According to a national survey that I read last night, most people who say they work 70-plus hours only work 50 hours on average. So it's really easy to overstate that. So anyway, point is, is everybody tries to squeeze blood out of a term. Your, your negotiated salary is on a 40-hour basis unless you've agreed otherwise. But anyway, the point is, is do I get off work at five? That's not a, I don't, I want people who I can reward by being off work at five, but are wanting to stay. Those are the best relationships. Totally agree. For the people interviewing out there, I think 
you have to be a little more aggressive. It's it's weird that I get people that send you the email and it's like, hey, I was just thinking, but then no, nobody's aggressive. And look, I'm gonna. I guess I'm just gonna. I guess I haven't been unemployed and and well, actually, deal. I'll I'll take back. I don't know that I've ever been unemployed other than a week in my life after graduating college. I've always had a job, but in that that one week I was off, I was like crazy aggressive. And I look back and see these folks graduating, and I meet when they're like, "Yeah, like maybe I've got to go to the beach with my family. I've got to do this. Well, yeah. I finish that." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm talking about a job that can change your life and change the company because of what you're going to contribute." And you're like, "Yeah, but." My car's in the shop. Or my my sister's graduate. I've got to go to this. I've got, and I'm like, what's the deal? You just spent four years, six years, eight years for this thing, and now for one week of going on something else, you're going to throw away the opportunity. And I'm yeah. not saying I necessarily have the opportunity of a lifetime, but the don't tell me that. Say something. Say you're interviewing for another job. Yeah, and here's a weird thing that I've seen is, or just say I can't start for a week. I have to. Get some stuff worked out. One thing I've noticed here lately, and I would I would say this to everybody out there, is be very wary of how you back channel for jobs and how that comes across. Because I get a lot of back channeling, like people calling, you know, hey, I know a real stem winder of a person. You know what my response is? Tell them to send their resume. And it's not it it's not because I I care about resumes. As a matter of fact, I probably do a poor job of reading and studying resumes, as evidenced by the fact that I hired a college junior one time. And they're like, "Did you not see I was still in school? Yeah, present, like, <laughs> present education, present." And I didn't. I, I made a salary offer, and I was like, "Well, we're going to have to adjust this because you can't work full time." But at least this person was aggressive and wanted the job. And to your point, was already looking for a job, yeah, knowing and, there was an end to their college yeah, life in their junior year. They should do that. Yeah, absolutely. Why? If why you can not? Work, if you can work, look, I worked and went to school at the same time. Yeah. Why not? So I get these things like, oh man, this person is really good. They really want to work for you. If they can't go through the the application process, they're probably not wanting it that bad. And and I see people thinking they're going to just slide into a job because they know somebody. That's probably impressive at some level, but I don't want somebody that can't do the technicals that can't. Uh, Got to have some technical skills. That, that was a, but that was like a favor. Like, ooh, well, I, I'm whatever. I can't. No, I, I don't need that. I need, I need somebody who can actually go through with the requirements. Yeah. So let's, let's talk see about what we what, what we got on. Well, real now topics. that we've rambled about our our anger about the lack of interview skills, and look, I used to teach interview. Adult, this is I a, used to teach interview skills at the community college. Here, would I, literally sit down with thirty people a night and teach them interview skills. What to what to wear? When show up. 10 minutes early? Yeah. Write a thank you note. When you, I mean, I'm talking stuff. Five minutes early is on time, is, you know, is obviously 10 minutes. You show up 10 minutes early because what's going to happen? you going to go to the bathroom. You can't find the office, some secretary, or, and that could be a man or woman. But look, this is sends you in the wrong direction. This isn't knocking millennials. I've, I've talked a lot about right out of college. I'm talking about adults on down. It's And look, it's cathartic. Going and interviewing for a job. It's awful. Oh, it it's is. It's awful. It is the worst. Yeah, it's it's horrible. And if you're good at it, then you, and the last, you need to be in sales because yeah. you, you don't get rattled by any situation. Look, and I wanted there's a person I interviewed lately I want to hire so badly because this person wasn't nervous. They were together. They were, and of course they got another job. Yeah. Because they were that good. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't I didn't make an offer early. Well enough. so one thing is let's let's throw the the one on one ABCs out real quickly. Show up on You've time, got a job if you're listening. Dress professionally. Write a thank you note. Know how to shake a hand. Look them in the eye. I mean, brush that's, your hair. 
be clean, be professionally. Your appearance is good. Let's throw all the one-on-one stuff out. And I'm going to get to when I interview someone. The first thing I say is, is, and I know this sounds weird, but I look at them and say, what do you want to do? Because if you hire someone who just wants a job to get paid, they're going to leave for the next thing that makes them happier. So I want to hire someone that, you know, if I'm hiring someone like right now, I'm looking for a content writer. I want to say, what do you want to do? And if they say, I want to write, I want to create, I want to build content, I want to make great brand presentations, I'm going to be like, that's what you want to do. I have a place where you will be happy doing that. Yeah, if they say, I want to manage people and whatever, then probably... I want to be over brand strategy. Oh, you're a year out of school? Yeah. Um, You know nothing about brand strategy. Well, Now, you thing, may be able to do some analytics because you have some technical skills I don't but have. But I'm going to have to back into that. Yes. So the, th- the way I put this is when I sit down with an inter- interviewee is I say, listen, you have a lot of responsibility in this interview because I'm generally a person, believe it or not, with how curmudgeonly I come across on this podcast, that um, I'm, I generally like people. And I... I, I I've had one interview that I want to get up and walk out of. I did shorten it just because the guy was a turd. In a punch bowl. Oh, it was so bad. He wanted to change the world with his whatever. Anyway, it, it was a nightmare. So is I say there's a lot of responsibility to, to determine if this is a job that you're going to fit. Because here's the deal. I've got all the power here. I'm going to fire you if it doesn't fit. And I can't read your mind. Got to know what you want You have do. to ask me the questions. That Got finds it. out yeah. if you have what it takes to work here. And here's the other thing. I think society, and you and I have talked about societal changes and how people treated people years ago and like, you know, fathers wouldn't hug their sons and it's supposed to be tough. And now it's gotten to where people are more emotional and share. And it, society's changed something. That's that's another idea I've had with with interviews is um, people just, they they there used to be this old attitude, well, he'll do anything or she'll do anything you ask him. And they say, I, I'm a go-getter. I'll do anything. I don't want the one who does anything. I want the one who can do the tactical skill I need. If I hire a content person that can't write and can't storytell, you're gone. Or if you have to so tell them everything to write. And so don't don't come in and be like, I'll do anything you ask. I don't want you to do anything I ask. Yeah. I want you to do the thing I, I need. I want you to be busy. If I ask you to take out the trash, I want you to be too busy Bringing value to do it, I yes. want to have to take it. And out. so, the, so the old he'll do, she'll do anything you ask her. She's a hard worker. That's great. I need tactical skills. Well, in today's what, today's society, the will do anything stuff is not the employee I think people are looking for. Well, that's what I get from my Dollar General applications. Look, Dollar General, great, great um, corporation, but throwing off good people. But it's, I, I can learn anything. Oh. Well, I need someone who's done, done learned. Yeah, done, yeah. Already have learned the thing that I need you. Yes, and and so anyway, I go back to that responsibility of of whether you're interviewing or whichever side of the table you're on is. I know make sure there's a fit is pretty trite and like oh of course I would but get deep on that not just is this a, a Phillips head screwdriver for a Phillips head screw like it will work is it are they going to be rewarded by it are are you going to hire somebody who's going to grow and really be interested in what you're doing or are they just looking for acceptable? A job. Yeah. And, and you want that all-star hire. That's what you want. And so I, I joke that if I'm interviewing, I say, what do you want to do? And tell me what's your idea, what your ideal day is like at work. And they may come back and say, well, what's your day like? And what would, would you think my day's like? And that's where you find the, do they think they're going to do what I want them to do? And why I have them doing what I want them to do? And I think that's where you get that match. It's when they say to work at eight and I drink some coffee, like throw that out. But they say, you know, oh, I, I, I know that's. <laughs> I had somebody answer that. Like, how, tell me about your, how you start your day. Well, I go and I, I get some um, hot water, like literally granularly. And I, and I make some tea 
I was like, so so you start work at about nine fifteen. Yeah. Anyway, it was. Uh, but the point is, they could say, I sit down, I brainstorm different ideas, I'll bring them to you on a board and say, pick the top three, and say you want to say uh, new check, you want articles about new checking accounts, you want a video about mobile deposit, you want another article about um, how to save money, and, and I say okay, and they go to their work and they pound out a script for a video, they pound out a script for motion graphics, they go meet with the ad agency team and line some stuff up. They bring back even a cost for doing it. So they, they're not only thinking about the creative, but they're thinking about the business side of it. And You're asking back, for too much. That's a unicorn. It, it is, but but I want people that might be hearing this to, to think that's what the skills you need are those. not this. The, those are the skills people are looking for, I think. Too. I think if you walked into any, any ad agency or bank in the marketing area or any company in marketing and they said, well, what do you want to do for us? And you just came up with, you said what I just said. They'd be like, oh my God, this person, as long as your background was good. Yeah. So they'd be like, this person knows what they're going to do. Because I promise you, I don't ever at this point plan on leaving my employee until I, I mean, they're great to me. They're good. I love my company. But if I had to go work in another agency, an agency or a bank, I'm talking about in the marketing, another marketing thing, I guarantee you, I'd walk in and just have like, here, here's the I would here's the hundred. Th- it would freak people out because I'm like, here's the hundred things I'm gonna do, yeah. and you tell me which ones you don't want as my boss who ever hired me. But I don't get that when I interview people. It's always like, well, what and maybe, and I'll do anything. I was like, no, give me ten me things you're, you're gonna, gonna do, do. when yeah. you walk in the door. I want you tomorrow. What are you gonna do? Yeah, Amaze me. And that leads to another part that um, I really look for in an interview. Not just the fit, but the interest. Are you asking relevant questions? This was an interviewing technique that I was taught really early on, <laughs> which is funny. I'm giving interview advice is I've only had like I've only interviewed for like one or one or two jobs well, in my life. Business. Yeah, I've always owned a business. So but it's ask questions. But you've hired forty people in your life, if not more. Well, I've hired you've f- had you had movement and you know, whatever every oh, year. I've hired years. forty people at this agency. I've hired in two years <laughs> four or five hundred people at different I I did I ran a grocery store yeah. in college too, and I was like a manager of the grocery store at 18 years old. So you're hiring people left and right. Oh, yeah. So I mean, it's but see, um, Dollar it, General people out there, there is hope. Yeah, <laughs> they never went anywhere. The people that I hired, that place never went anywhere. But um, I, I'm joking. I, I, that, that was more self-deprecating than whatever. Ask questions that show your interest in the position, and and so there's there's this mentality, and I'm this way. If I interviewed for somebody, I want to win the interview. It's like a contest for yeah. me. I want to I want to get the job offer. You talk about going out looking for a job right now. One, my ding against me is I've owned businesses, and nobody really wants to hire that guy. I really don't want to work for anybody either, which is but also a problem. Yeah, because yeah, I would say if you ask me what do you want to do all day, I want you to leave me that. Hell alone first. Yeah. And, and let me do what I do. And then I'm just going to go do this. If you don't want that, then I don't need to work for you. But the best interview technique that I've seen, and I see it employed very little, is asking questions. Yeah. and But good ones. Not yeah. just like, what time do I get to work? Right. You know, what are the hours? Yeah. Your tell, point. What's tell, the salary? Tell look, me what if you you're do there, all day. What does my day look like? What, what, what are your expectations of me? When... When what's you, the even get deep? What's the brand direction? Yeah, when, where do you see us going with this company in the next five to ten years? Right. I want to make sure that somebody understands that job because it goes back to fit. And if I think they're trying to understand the job, then it's probably going going to work out. If they're not very interested, then then maybe not. And look, nerves play a. As we said, it, it's really hard to interview, and then nerves play a a role in it. But you know, you just got to muscle I, through. I used to say. Never say you're nervous. I still think you shouldn't do that in public speaking. But I don't know if I'd have such a problem if if someone young came to sit down and was like, 
and looked at me and just said straight forward, said, man, this is one of my first interviews or I haven't interviewed in a long time. And was like, I'm just, I'm kind of, even if they said I'm kind of rusty on my interview game, but here's what I can do. Well, look, it's a game. I'd be like, I'd be like, I appreciate your honesty. I, I have every time that that, that that's happened. I'm, and don't just go in and do it. Be real. Like if you, like I, I normally try to disarm people because I'm a pretty easy interview. It's a conversation with me. And, and so telling others how to interview is difficult because frankly, there's just some douches out there that, that, that it's a game. Like I went to uh, yeah, I, like they've prepared a it, give and take. Like, oh, well, where well, do you see the bank for that? Sounds like a great answer. Well, where? where well, no, what's I mean, your role? I mean, on the hiring side. Yeah, that, like they turn up the the, oh, the, heat. the interviewer. They turn up the heat in the conference Sell me room this and, pen, and they, they hand the pen it, over it, and it, all that it, stupid look, stuff. I, I don't know. I, I, me, I would get up and walk out of that. <laughs> I, I just can't. I can't do it as a game. But but disarming it and making it real and say, look, I really want this job. I don't know how good of an interviewer I am. I mean, like, yeah, I, I, maybe it's you. Somebody d- doesn't take standardized tests well. It's just really hard to. Oh, I don't sit sit and concentrate on a test. I hate them, but I'm decent at them. I'm not. But I did pass I, the CFPB or the the CFMP, whatever it is, yeah. the the ABA test though, and by like one point. Yeah, because I'm so bad at taking tests. Yeah, so so some people are bad at interviewing. If you're bad at interviewing, just say, look, you'll see from my resume, I'm good at working. But I suck, or I'm bad, or whatever. You don't, depending on the audience yeah. in the South, don't say I suck because it's a cuss. It's a cuss. It's a curse. Here. Anyway, um, but but yeah, disarming it a little bit and being real. Um, I mean, that's probably one of my best strengths as far as interviewing and on both sides of the table is I'm going to be real and transparent. I, I'll also tell you as a reverse idea, and I, and again, we're getting. I'm pulling a little bit back to the one on one thing is. With social media out there now, if you're on it, you're pretty transparent. Like people can look you up. I've had some people just shut it down. Like I, I looked them up when I was hiring them. They weren't present, and then they worked for me for three months. It's like so and so added you on Facebook. They're back. My deal is, which if, is not a if bad. If I idea. were interviewing for a job right now, and I don't know why anyone would listen to so maybe maybe you are interviewing, but you need to interview. With I us. would go to social. I would use my social media as, as like kind of like my backup resume and start either posting relevant articles, write some articles I've done and post them on there, post some some things about the job I was looking for, but like use it because, you know, darn well, that person's, the first thing I do is if someone says, hey, um, Amy over here wants a job and she might be a good candidate. And I say, send her as they send her as me. Well, of course, I'm going to take her name, look in Facebook, look in LinkedIn, look on Twitter and see what they're posting. And, the, and so family stuff, great. I mean, especially you're proud of your family, kids playing baseball, going fishing, vacation picks, anniversary picks. Great. What about politics? Great. Well, that's another thing. And see, look, I have a political background. I cannot. You, we are who our background was or is, should I say? And so I can't. Can't go with, escape your past. Can't escape your past. But I don't go on and rant and rave about politics on social media. And you can look. I don't think I. I might be funny sometimes, even kind of chippy about stuff, and I might snarky on something. But I'm never like you should think this. This we're going to. This going to ruin the country. Like, I never do that stuff. And that's another thing. I was looking at a lady's uh, resume the other day and looked her up on Facebook. And she had all these anti-corporation quotes and, look, Bernie Sanders, whatever you think about him or not. And, look, if the person's talented, I'd probably hire him anyway. There's plenty of people that work for you that our politics are completely different that I love. They have great talent. They're awesome employees. But I look at him and I'm like, if you're that forward about it, are you going to be able to even have a conversation with me knowing my background? Well, it's not because pl- I can have a conversation with anybody because well, I, I understand business, but I've never been prejudicial in hiring, period. You shouldn't be. But 
but don't I, be, I but be, don't be a prejudicial person walking into yeah, the company I, I as well. Be, yeah, I want to be very clear about that. Is, it, is it's finding prejudice on the other side, and people don't really this freedom of speech and all that. They don't really understand if if I was interviewing for Smucker's Jam, and I and I'm Jam, <laughs> and oh I'm, Jam, and, and I had um, a blog about why Jam is the worst thing for America. They shouldn't hire me. Yeah, well, I'm hiring someone to work for a corporation to be a content director, and it's their one of their posts is why corporations are killing America and and ta- corporate taxes are too low. And also, yeah. I'm like, well, you don't really like. I don't probably shouldn't have posted that. If you want to, if you want a job with, if you don't, go yeah. hammer us. Go work on. Have fun. Yeah, do it. Go work for a local. But look, have your politics and speak them. I'm. The problem is don't hire a person that will come into your company and bring that as who they are. Well, and that and be very— Because I don't bring it as who I am. Yeah. So, I mean— Yeah, I'm—it's hard to be neutral, but, yeah, I mean, it's just watch, watch what you post. Yeah, but, I mean, conservative— Uber or, driver— um, If you have to write an article or make a commercial for the bank about something, it doesn't matter how liberal or conservative you are. It's how well can you pull off the production, meet the set time, and hit your target audience. Yeah. So that's my point is— um, be careful with your social media posts though, as well, and for, especially for those getting out of college, pull down the party pics, get those off there. I mean, they don't they don't need to be on there. So we've we've ran a little bit. Let's let's kind of finish up on the solid things. Is if you're interviewing, what what makes you happy and what can you do well on the interviewer side? On our side, we need to be able to articulate what the job's going to be exactly. You don't want to like the old uh, Greek sorority and fraternity days is rush them about how wonderful it is, and then as soon as they start pledging, it's horrible. That doesn't really work in the workforce. Oh, I try to scare people off. I'll, I'll give them because I don't think anybody understands. This is a great company, and then day one they start, and it's like awful. Look, I get stopped at the grocery store at different places. We'll get stopped at ABA, and I, you know, I heard that hiring thing. I really, well, one, if you didn't put your resume in, screw you. I mean, like I said earlier, but it sounds like it's a great place to work. Well, one, the people have to get used to. I'm the person that interviews most people. But um, you generally don't work with me. That's the the thing. I'm you not work with in, the project manager in some ivory tower, yeah. but I'm out doing this stuff. How it just sounds so fun, and it, it is. We have a lot of fun, but it will stress you out too. I mean, because we are, you know, really responsible for other people's businesses and making them successful, and deadlines and things like that. And um, I'm I'm all about having fun during the day. And during your work day, and I don't want to, you know, I'm no um, whip cracker, but it is much more stressful than people it think. Might be a cracker with a whip. I am that. that <laughs> yes, um, that is that is me. Um, but the it, it's it's not as fun as you think it is. So I try to scare people off. Like if you can t- make it through this, the interview. If you can't make it through the interview, you don't need to come to work every day. Uh, another thing I'll add because we are bumping up on our time is that um, if you're coming in for a marketing job, it, it's really, you can actually show some examples. Walk in with some campaigns you've done. Walk in, and look, you might have Are been, someone else's that you find... But you were part of the team. Well, I mean, like, if you haven't done any work... Don't bring Nike in, though. Don't bring... Don't bring. I've Nike. seen so many marketers... Well, Nike is the brand... Look, well, yeah, think, it's Nike. Stop it. Yeah, Stop you, it. No you more do, Nike. You don't do Nike level No more order. Nike. Nike's Nike. Bring in something that you've never, that nobody else has probably ever heard of and say, I want to work on campaigns like this. Yes, this is really cool. And if you, that's an example of if you don't, if you do have them, I interviewed a, a lady a couple of weeks ago and, and she's very successful and looks like things are going to work out well. 
And she came in and just had a portfolio. And she's not, she's not a graphic designer. She's not a writer. She is not a marketing director. But she came in and said, here are things I worked on with my team and started flowing. And they looked very professional. They were high production value, on brand, and relevant. And I looked at them. I was like, you know what? She is part of She's got to have learned something. And she did. She was in. She at least has taste. And I was like, you know what? That's an, and I know she's a hard worker because I checked references. So yeah. I was like, this is a person I want to hire. This is a great, th- but showed up with relevancy, could articulate what she wanted to do. When I asked her, I said, what do you want to do? Said, what makes you happy? Like when you go mm-hmm. home at the end of the day, as we say, when she goes home, what's going to make you say, man, I did something great. I made a difference today in my world. Yeah. In the world I live in, the, the bubble I'm in, I made a difference. And for some people, that's, that's, Cleaning up something. For some people, that's solving. Everyone has a different thing that makes them happy. And so that's what you have to find. And if you can't do that, you're probably in the wrong job or you're interviewing the wrong person. Yeah. And if you're a hiring person and you're disappointed with the folks you hire, then you just didn't ask ask the right questions. One thing I do want to throw out that's pretty granular, but important for both sides of the interview, especially in marketing. So in marketing resumes, general marketing resumes, I'm not talking about designer or creative. I see the little Adobe symbols at the bottom of it all the time. Illustrator, Photoshop, InDesign, whatever. And I see so many... um, You can learn that, though. BBA, marketing, PR, whatever majors saying that I have Photoshop skills, I have InDesign skills, blah, blah. I'm telling you, I've seen so many of those people call me and say... You know, work in another job and just be like, they want me to do a newsletter. I was like, did you have InDesign on your resume? Yeah. Well, then you should be able to do a newsletter. Yeah. Either, <laughs> you, either like, you can like, or you can No doubt you should be able to do a newsletter But easily. look, I see so many people put that on there. It's like little candy things, and they then they get asked to actually perform. It's just like somebody interviewed one time that I said, dumb interview me. I, I was dumb in the interview. I said, "Are you familiar with you're familiar with Excel, right?" That's how I said it. Put numbers in a line of a column and say add add the sum up. They don't even and, know to. And the person, said, oh it. yeah. And I thought because <laughs> I had eight years of college Excel in between high school and college. I mean, it was just computer class was Microsoft Formula, Office. Parenthesis, yeah. I just assumed everybody else's experience was that. And she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." And what she meant is she could identify the icon, double click on it, and, and type numbers in boxes. <laughs> And I really need somebody to not be a super magnificent Excel user, but at least be able to put formulas in it and know that it's more than typing numbers in boxes. Go back to Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign. Don't put that crap on your resume if you don't want to be embarrassed that you can't do the company newsletter. Because I know so many hiring people, and please stop doing this hiring, folks, that, that think you're going to get, you see that, and you don't look at a portfolio, you don't look at the skills, you don't vet them. Well, you're they like, have it. they look pretty sharp, and they have a good attitude. They and look, they can do InDesign. Probably not. And and it drives me crazy both as a creative and both as a as a person who loves people that you're just setting yourself up for failure on both sides of that. Yep. Now, I mean, the well, fact that you did a group that you had to take intro to graphic design and you had to go make a label for a made up company and a little brochure. Look, I'll, t- I'll give you. a a good hint. My wife got an A plus in her class when she did that. And she's not a marketing major. She's a PR major, but she had to take this bogus colleges. Listen to me, bogus graphic design to an air quotes class. She got an A. You know why she got an A? Cause I was trying to pick up my wife at the time when I was <laughs> dating her and I did her work for her. So 
Well, and, it, it, and actually, I looked at, I found it somehow the and other day. You're like, day. wow, I was pretty good at nope, 18. I did not. I did not. <laughs> nope, it sucked. Well, another example was I, I, we can only speak from our own experience. I had a job interview years ago and I walked in and it was, it involved some writing. And they said, part of the marketing job is writing. And I said, okay. And they said, here's a scenario. Go in there and write a letter to this client. And they, it had a, it had a made up complaint. And they handed it to me and they said, you have 30 minutes, sit down and write a letter in response to this. That's a great way to interview because the person, you get to see them actually right on the spot. It can't be pre-planned. They don't know what the scenario is. So not only do you see their writing skills, their storytelling skills, their PR skills, their, you know, their public handle client skills, you also see their spelling, if they can lay out a letter. So have someone do that. Tell, tell them 30 minutes, make up a scenario. This client had a uh, something wrong with their bank account and they want to close their account. How do you convince them to stay and write them a letter to do it? So there are lots of examples out there of ways to find the right person uh, and get past the resume mumbo-jumbo mumbo that they put on there. So we bumped up on time way past time, but anyway, I think we had a good discussion today about interviewing and interviewers. Uh, reach out to Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com over email on the website. If you're looking for a job or if you have any questions about interviewing or if you just think these guys are flat wrong, that's, that's not how you interview because maybe we are in some situations. But I'm better than you. And we're the ones hiring, so there you go. Uh, but to that point, again, when you walk in, tell us what makes you happy. What can you do to help the company? Companies, when you interview them, be honest with them, be real. And, um, you know, if you're in there looking for a corporate job, asking about hours and transportation and dress and where to work and stuff like that, you're probably in the wrong situation because there's a certain level of professionalism. You should just assume going into a corporate job or an, or even an agency job, although uh, some of the dress stuff can be a little more casual at the agency level. But knowing all this, hopefully you've, you've taken away a little bit of something if you're interviewing some folks right now or if you want to interview Maybe you know what can help make people tick and uh, be aggressive out there and try to find the job that makes you happy. And if you think one of those is with us, then give us a shout at Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com for Josh Mabus and myself. Happy interviewing. See you. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mabus Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.